Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Durancy, your Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, Oh Dear Weekly, and all subsidiaries there in Fort to Wish. With me, as always, on the one podcast where we talk about the things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and yell, Oh Dear, are my hosts, Brett Rabel, the Nick Whitmer. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I really want to have one of those, like, tacky dj buttons for like uh over the top female orgasm noise <laughs> every time. <laughs> nick wimmer and brett rabeld oh yeah <laughs> uh, well yeah, well, well appropriate it's appropriate for me maybe not you guys but you know it's been quite a week and uh first things first whitmer filmed his special on sunday night we were both there it was a masterpiece. It was oh, flawless. Shucks. It was a master class. It was oh, a Jesus. Jesus. You special, not as a special, but as a master class. <laughs> <laughs> that, <would be> right. <laughs> that is Brett's next gimmick. You got to do it, Brett. <laughs> There's only one of us in this podcast who is capable of doing such a thing. <laughs> uh, should I make a master class in taking master classes? <laughs> this is I know how to do it. You just sit there, headphones on. Give them eighty nine ninety nine. Those are hilarious, by the way. Just in terms of like, oh yeah, is that is that how you become a master tennis player? <laughs> <laughs> you watch Serena Williams just talk about tennis. That's all they are. That's all they are. I I I, I don't think we'll see the day where. There's an interview with someone who achieved their dreams, and they're like, "How did it happen for you?" And well, like, well. <laughs> you should ask. I saw an ad before a YouTube video I was watching, and was, I just—I don't know. I wanted to. I guess I—I I would take the director masterclass from Martin Scorsese, and yeah, I actually yeah, I took, saw one of those, and yeah, I—I uh, I saw the acting one from Kevin Spacey. Oh and, yeah. Uh, this is this is way before way before anything. And yeah. uh, so, oh shit. Dude, so he could release a new one that was how to get out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> or when to appropriately come out of the closet. <laughs> uh, what'd you see, Chris? No, but he was in it and uh, you know, this is obviously way before anything that ha- came out about him. But he was really mean to like in the in the in the uh, in the thing. There's like portions where he's like talking and stuff, and him and right just talking directly to camera. But then there's like parts where he brings in like some kids, some acting students, and they all like gather around and listen to him. They do scenes and he critiques them, and he's like really mean, especially like a couple of guys, <laughs> like one guy, like some good looking guy. He's like. No, you're not fucking doing it right. No, he doesn't curse, but like Does he, he's just kind of mean. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I'm watching this and all of a sudden I realize one of the students is a comedian I know, Camille Theobald. And uh, oh, so she was just, she's in it. And I and next time I saw her, I was like, hey, like, what was that like? And again, this is before all the stuff. And she was like, he was really weird and like not nice. <laughs> And uh, oh my god, oh my god, and she was like, He was he really wasn't that nice, and like, it's kind of mean, and like, just making this one dude do it over and over and over again, like, it's like odd. That That's how you prey on people because you have that you have that young guy who's trying to be an actor, and then Kevin Spacey 
just shits all over him to establish that he has dominance over him. And then yeah. after the lesson, he'll come up and like put his hand on his shoulder and be like, listen, I really think that you have what it takes. I'm just being hard on you. Why don't you come over to my house yeah. and I'll give you some special attention. And exactly. Then, I, and the I guy's know. like, oh, I'll never make it unless I do this. <laughs> Ma- a master class in grooming young <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a meta master class. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, Kevin Spacey is so good at that, man. Christian, when you were like when you were like he was really mean to them, like he was just whining about how none of them were that old or were old enough <laughs> or were too old. He yeah. wanted younger men. Um God, that's so that is so funny though. You're I think you're absolutely right that it I mean the idea of him establishing like higher artistic hierarchical dominance is like who's the one who's giving the master class? It's yeah, like, uh, it's Wh- uh, in line with him. Hmm? Whitmer, you're, it sounded like you were about to say you took one or you saw one. Oh, uh, I mean, I did. Uh, I did like two of the cooking ones. I did the um, Gordon Ramsay's and Thomas Keller's. Hmm. I got those as gifts for like Christmas or something like that, and. Uh, and I mean, they're pretty good, but I mean, again, it's, it's like anything. It's like the Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours rule and stuff. Like you can learn some cool stuff from those things, but it's not the word masterclass is obviously more for the, uh, the marketing of it. It's not like, yeah. you know, it's not like all of a sudden you take a it's Gordon not- Ramsay masterclass and you can go work at the French laundry. Like it's not really, yeah. you know, but, I mean, it, but that's a know. much more marketable angle than like, if it was called like become just a little bit better yeah, <laughs> for, Mas- for a few weeks at for one time. Masterclass is much more marketable than Gordon Ramsay's tips, <laughs> <laughs> which is all it is. It's just tips. Uh, and then there are some that I, even off the commercial, I was like, I don't know. I think it's annoying. Like there was one, it was like masterclass, Aaron Sorkin. And this mm-hmm. is from the YouTube ad. And one of his advice was like, no character ever begins a sentence with damn it. I remember that. Yeah. And it was just like, he said like, damn it. No one starts sentences that way. And I'm like, oh, really? Is that like one of the three most important pieces of writing advice? <laughs> don't. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. have characters start with damn it. All right. Where's my fucking Oscar? Like, it's just like, yeah. this is some of these advice is just trying to sound interesting is right. my point. I don't right. think that's real advice because I don't think writing advice there's a limited amount that's actually effective, at least in the writing case, because the advice is like, just start trying to do it. Just do it. Just do it. And you do it. And sometimes some of the tips, they just are like, that's just so like trying to have a tip type of like, yeah. oh, I'm like a writer. So I say like an interesting one like that. Right. I also feel like people in the real world do start sentences with damn it. Like one hundred I think Aaron Sorkin's so removed from any like everyman normal person. And he's like some ivory tower intellectual writer guy. And he's like, no one says damn it. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Dude, that's because his life has been one series of things going his way. So it's like, yeah, you don't start sentences with damn it. 
<laughs> you, you've yeah. been a rich and successful writer for 20, 30 years. It is funny. I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that. And he said, nobody starts damn it. I, mean, I do like part of me goes like, I mean, people definitely say damn it, but I don't know if anybody I've ever heard anybody go like, damn it, Christian. <laughs> like, <laughs> unless they're trying to be funny. Damn right. it, Christian. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> a weird, it is a weird thing to say. But I mean, and Natasha has definitely felt that you're like, yeah. there's yeah. no way your wife hasn't, that's been her main thing <laughs> yeah. before. Everybody said, damn, like everybody's felt damn it, Christian, damn but it's more like, fuck Christian. Like, I don't know if anybody just says, has said, damn it, and then launched into a monologue, but people yeah. definitely say, damn it. Damn it. No, absolutely. I say it all the time. Yeah. I say it when I'm trying not to say fuck. Right. Well, you missed the turn on the highway, and you, it's going it. to take you two more miles to get back to the highway. You're like, well, I could just go, fuck. <laughs> Have you ever just done that in the car? Like, you've been alone. 100%. And you just go, yes. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've done that. <laughs> I was in traffic. Like, I was driving That's the from. Most, oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was just, I was driving from Brooklyn to Long Island when, uh, when like during the pandemic we stayed in long island and like it was like i was spoiled because the beginning of the pandemic there was just no traffic you can make it to like it's normally like an hour an hour 10 minutes with a little bit of traffic here and there you're making it like door to door in like 44 minutes because there was just no cars on the road right so doing the trip a little bit and then people started driving again and I, there was just just horrible traffic and i was just so angry because i hadn't experienced horrible traffic in so long because i i didn't have a car i got a car during the pandemic you know so like it's just that and yeah. i was just i was just fucking yelling and i was like dude there's i was thinking like i like if you had your music off you had to hear me in the car next to me. Like that's, I was just fucking <laughs> livid. I was livid. And then like you get to the front and it's just a lawnmower guy. And you're like, really? Is the grass that important to fuck up everybody's day, dude? Let it be a little long. Who cares? Fuck you. I know, dude, people fucking up. I, you're saying it wasn't people like, oh, let me look at the lawnmower guy. You're yeah, it was. Work. It was like a bottleneck because they they like they they took wow. a lane away. But yeah, it was like, oh, what's this all about? Huh? What's it? Yeah. Which is like, come on, man, really? Well, that's why cops make traffic way worse because they people slow down and yeah. when there's a police uh, lights, even just when they're pulling a guy over for yeah. speeding. So like, yeah. they contribute to traffic becoming worse. I, I think the net effect on them pulling over speeders is probably. They just make society worse. Um, but like the, the people being stupid with an inconsiderate is something I hate is the inconsiderate double park. The yes. person who double parks in New York and for fuck's sake, there'll be a time where they could pull up and to the, there's an open space even for parallel or even <laughs> yeah. just to like, make it not a tight squeeze. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Or they'll just make traffic work. Like to do today, I had to get my oil changed. I drove there and they had, uh, there was a UPS truck doing his deliveries and the person who was double ha hazards, double parked was not in their car. And so they just had it blocking the street. Yeah. So, it, you just go, what, dude? Uh, do you do you think 
about civ- like civilization at all. Like just, <laughs> just yeah. very basically, like how how can I make the city not worse? That's like, my biggest issue. Is everybody drives like every every other person around them is the biggest moron. And what they're doing is unanimously correct. And what everybody else is doing is so wrong. And then everybody acts like just so like, like entitled to everything. Like driving is the, I I can't for the life of me understand the mindset of human beings when they get in a car, because you're literally doing something that everybody else around you is doing the exact same thing, but somehow you can't empathize with somebody else. And like everybody, it's the internet. It's a meta. It's an, the internet. It's like, everybody's an obstacle. Everybody's an idiot. Everybody's going too slow or going too fast. Like it's just, and people in New York are just the worst, most rude, shitty, inconsiderate people behind the wheel. They're the fucking worst, the worst people. Yeah, the um, well, New Yorkers. I don't know. New Yorkers. There, there are a select number of drivers who do shit like that. That you're like, just think of the world just for a little bit. (laughs) But I think New Yorkers are. New York traffic is weird because you kind of every time you drive, you like almost get in four accidents, but don't. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like the city is like the simulation is so barely working <laughs> like 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 you'll just oh thank this you have to there's so many variables you have to be aware of just basic driving there'll be people crossing the road when they want everybody yeah. operates on th- go around me like i like everyone operates with i'm doing it right and everyone else is just uh there's bikers who are running a light when they shouldn't be there's a person double parked uh this you know i don't know there's just there's just so much shit this person's making deliveries yeah you know there's a scam and like i've noticed and i don't know if it happens where you are brett but my my like the meter maids and the street sweepers just don't come anymore oh Oh, and we all participate in this i had to move the car today and it's because like we're all like Street right. sweeping is a lie. <laughs> I do. Well, that's the thing. And when I used to live up the street a little bit more, I would be like, do they even come? Like, I swear to God, alternate side parking is just a ruse to give people tickets. The street sweeper comes like 20% at most of the time. Yeah. Like they don't, they barely come. They barely do anything. It's just trying to fucking pad the stats. It's just trying to, to like make it more expensive to live here. It's trying to like, it's just money that goes into someone's pockets. I swear to God, there's going to be a conspiracy about the city one day. Like, where does all this money go? Think about how much it costs just to leave your house. Like, you know, like there's parking tickets, there's, there's tolls, there's subway fare. There's, you walk into a cab and it's already $6. You're like, how is there a $6 just open the door fee? Like, what is, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just like this extra money that like, I swear to God, it goes into like 17 dudes pockets. They're all in a (laughs) big boardroom meeting and they're just laughing at us. They're doing that New York experience. Did you ever see Billions where they like go to that, uh, they go to the restaurant where they serve you like quail, like this exotic quail, and you eat it under a sheet or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I saw that in that succession. It's Odalon. It's Odalon. It's actually illegal. It, they were, they, that was in succession. It was, like, um, it was like a joke or whatever because that's like what really rich 
kind of like well-to-do in the culinary scene people they smuggle the birds in and they eat them uh at like secret parties because i mean that's really like where the basis of QAnon is it's like they do that but it's not babies it's it's yeah <laughs> it's odalons <laughs> which is it, funny it's wow. like sorry go ahead no it's just it's a uh, it's, it's a it's a chick it's like just chicken right I mean, it's a little bird. It's like, I don't know if you've had pheasant or you've had anything like that, quail or anything. I mean, I don't know what it tastes like. Um, Chicken. I do know that what they do is like the way that they they either catch the bird or feed the – something um, shitty about it, like the hum- humanitarian, whatever you want to say about it. Um, so like they made it illegal. So now like it's like a black market delicacy that rich people will do if they know a guy who knows a guy. But that's what's interesting to me. It's like being rich is at some point just gets so boring that you're just like, I'll just eat an illegal bird, I guess, tonight. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Just to switch it up. It's like, why don't we kill an yeah, American yeah. bald eagle just to see what it tastes like? What do you think like, of Yeah. I'll, yeah. Because it's just, it, once you start doing that, then touching young boys comes soon after. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a slippery slope. You have a, what right. was it called? A little uh, a endangered pheasant. Yeah. Then you know you do once you do that eight times, you're, it doesn't even. What's the high? What's the rush? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you I've heard start. there's only eight hundred snow leopards in the wild. Let's eat one, <laughs> just to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing with like big game hunting. Wasn't that the? Was it Harambe? Or, well, I, I don't even remember what Harambe was, but like there was like some outrage at one point about that. There was like some. Uh, some dentist shot a uh yeah cecil like, the lion yes yeah yeah that's what it was cecil, cecil the, lion. the lion yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was such a talk about a random person to become public enemy number one <laughs> yeah if you yeah. ever like thought like the world is at times just so random yeah that is like that guy no world did he see himself becoming a national news story he did right? he yeah. just thought he was going on a hunting yeah. trip i mean it's a stupid thing to hunt yeah it's like there's not a lot of them and it's a it's such a pointless like fake ma- mask uh, masculine thing to do yeah but right. especially like the way modern hunters do it it's like they have like 11 trained riflemen go with them and Someone who's just in charge of carrying cliff bars and a guy <laughs> and in like, a tent. You, you who actually they hire. Feet. Yeah, there's a they hire an expert tracker who, without that person, they would never find this fucking lion on their own because they have no skills or anything. Yeah, right. yeah, they they like basically like drive you to the lion, hold it down, and let you shoot it. Like essentially, right? <laughs> it's right. Like and then go, oh, who's so strong? Yeah. <laughs> who's the big man? Look what you killed. <laughs> I, I shot the big lion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a tough guy. Fuck but yeah. It, it would be yeah. weird to like have a hobby that you that gets you into national trouble. Like imagine like you went bowling <laughs> <laughs> next week. You're on the news because you fucking you're like he's you holding a black ball. Score. He's knocking yeah. down white pins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he trying to say? <laughs> it's like it's a really muddled. Even that metaphor yeah. is really muddled. But yeah. You're like just, uh, I'm just going. Uh, I'm just going. What's he trying to say? <laughs> yeah. We are literally like we're we're there though. Like it's such an absurd society we live in. I know. Did we talk about the 
Chamath Palihapitiya thing on here. Wait, wait, I wanted to go back on um, the, what was the topic we were talking about before this? Master street, su- street sweeping. Street. Yeah, street sweeping. Was it street sweeping? Oh wait, can I say one thing before we go on to Chamath? Yeah, whatever. On street sweeping, this is how you know street sweeping doesn't do anything. There's no like street like dust bin. Do you know what I mean? They just sweep. If you sweep without putting it in the dustbin, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> push it. You're just I always wonder. Do the, so all do they're the doing is just pushing the. Sh- yeah. They didn't do anything. They're just pushing shit around. That's what I was wondering. Is like, do the street sweepers? Is it a vacuum somehow? No, no. It's bristles, and then they just bristle, and and the and then it just goes up, and then because if down. it's just it bristles, do well, if it's just bristles, why is it a giant rectangle vehicle? Like, I just feel like any car can have like, is the entire vehicle a giant motor just for the bristles is that is that true i i was I thinking about it one day i was like the vehicles are so big that it would have to be more than just bristles right because like to, to have a motor that operates a bristle like i mean i'm no fucking i'm an idiot but like i'm like is it does it have to be that big to just like i have a cordy a little yes, it does, I robot it's it was- like the, the fucking thing is so small like i know these predate that i'm sure but i don't know if it was normal sized, they wouldn't be allowed to even argue you should can't double park. Do you know what I mean? If it was right. just normal sized, they needed to be that big to justify having people be forced to move and be a street sweeping. Even I'm just gonna it's, Google it's, it. I'm just gonna random. Google do NYC street sweepers uh, vacuum. Dude, it's like it's like brushing your teeth without toothpaste. Like, does it do? Yeah. That doesn't do anything. Like it's like brushing your teeth and just swallowing the whatever's left over. <laughs> like, mm. oh, I don't know. Maybe that's not a great. Yeah, um, it says. Uh, it, it says uh, in lieu of cylindrical b- brushes, other sweepers are equipped with vacuums that. Well, no, that's because that says in lieu of. So we have the the brushes. Uh, hey, One of the city's um, street sweepers is a vacuum sweeper, says Glenn Dwyer at Public Works. It says only one. One of them. <laughs> that was what? That means they bought one. I don't even know, dude. This is a scam. They don't even come. Which, which they, they, they keep that in the box so it stays oh valuable. God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, did we talk about it's the like Chamath a, thing on here? I can't remember. What's the Chamath thing? The billionaire. No. Chamath oh, Paliapatia is yeah, like a part owner of the Golden State Warriors, and um, he has a podcast. Can you hear that guitar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll go upstairs. It's all right. Well, it's gonna um, be rockier. Yeah. Um, Chamath Chamath is a uh, he's like the owner of the Golden, one of the owners of the Golden State Warriors. He's a big you know tech finance whatever the fuck big big yeah. business guy. He started you know a lot of businesses and stuff. And um, yeah, he got in trouble on his podcast because they started talking about the Uyghur genocide in China. Yeah, and he basically said, "I don't care." Yeah. And everybody's like, whoa, what do you mean you don't care? He's like, it's not that I don't care. It's just like in terms of my priorities and in terms of everybody's priorities, yeah. like the Uyghur genocide isn't on anybody's radar. And right. the way he said it was just a harsher than that, though. He just said it's below my line, which basically yeah. just means like yeah, oh there's, a lot, God, yeah. I, there's a lot more things that I have – and then everybody attacked him. And well, uh, my line, what is that saying? I've never heard. It that just it just before. basically means that like 
like in, in it's, it's, it's low on my priority radar. list it's not on his radar it's just like it's uh it's not a it's not a thing that he sees as a um as an issue that affects him or that he's putting any energy into solving Right, but you can't get mad at that guy for saying that if you don't actively do something about that. Exactly. So that's the point. So like everybody's going on Twitter and they're just like, "How fucking dare you say this about the Uyghurs?" And then like, there's all these articles about the Warriors founder and former Facebook guy Chamath Palihapitiya says he doesn't care about the Uyghurs and and everybody's going crazy and on Twitter everybody's like, "This guy should be canceled." This, that, and the other, and it's like. have any of you ever done anything for the Uyghur like we literally like cognitive dissonance is not a thing anymore like we just like go ahead I wish you I wish you would just backtrack it with no I didn't say Uyghurs I meant Wiggers I don't care about Wiggers (laughs) (laughs) I think think ICP fans are stupid yeah jeez I thought you were talking about Kid Rock fans it's one oh it's so funny it's one of those things that I'm like God, of all names for it to be, why does it have to be one that sounds hilarious? It's it's all it's all irrelevant. Like it, that, the atrocity is the atrocity, but it is a hilarious, just a funny. The, the, you know the Uyghurs. You said yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's not like it's yeah. It, it's kind of a like it. The thing is, we're, it's not a story we're talking about every day. It's not even a story I see like 10% on Reddit. I understand, I think I understand this story. I probably don't. I like have a real passing knowledge of it. I mean, I think saying you don't care is harsh, but it's also like, uh, it's not, it's not something I think about a lot, but well, that's the thing. It's like, like him saying, I don't care sounds harsh, but in 99% of people's actions they 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 quite clearly don't care because no one does anything about it and there's probably arguments to be made that like what can you do like when another country is doing that like i mean what do we i mean we can raise awareness but it's like what are the chinese gonna do like i mean no one has a responsibility to do anything good for the world uh i think you have a responsibility now to do abjectly bad shit and he probably has contributed some bad shit Uh, maybe some good shit who knows but um it is, i mean you're right like it it is your point is it's like unfair that we're like how dare you say those things and people are outraged about that while like they're more outraged at him for saying he doesn't care than they are at china for <laughs> yes i know doing it. Yeah. right you're like and no one is like i can't believe china they're yeah, like, it's like it's like a homeless guy in the street that everybody walks by, and then one person goes, "Hey, fuck that homeless guy!" And they're like, "Hey, you're a piece of shit, dude." Hey, that's and it's like, up. dude, none of you care about him either because none of you do anything. Like, right, right. I know he's the one who said he doesn't care about him, but you know, you clearly don't care because you don't do anything. So yeah, it's how, definitely like, ruder. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like team, not, yeah. But- yeah. Um, Which is probably his point. I mean, I'm sure his point was he was almost intentionally rude, so as to demonstrate how little he cares. Yeah, I mean, well, the big thing is that like it, it's gone to this thing where it's like words are more important than actions. So I mean, it you know, it's just kind of the thing of like you can say I can declare that like you know I'm going to give ten thousand dollars to whatever cause, but I mean. 
I don't think anybody's going to follow up on it. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? If, if, if you declare that on like CNN, they're like, good job. He's a nice guy. Like if Dr. Dre says, I'm going to donate a million dollars to like African-American youths, I'd be like, wow, Dr. Dre's a nice guy, but I'm not going to go like make sure he did it or even like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, well, that it, dude, that's the funny thing. Like Elon Musk did that. I don't know if you saw that story where this guy was like, uh, to solve world hunger, it would cost $10 billion and Elon Musk could do it 10 times over if he wanted to, but he chooses not to every day. And then Elon Musk goes, goes, hey, show me how solving world hunger costs $10 billion and I will sell Tesla stock tomorrow and I'll do it. Show me yeah. the, the itemized list yeah. of how to do it. And the guy never did. It's because yeah. we just we do these things. Where we're just like, fuck that. And I'm not going to like act like I'm not going to be like the defender of billionaires or anything by any means. But yeah. like we do have this like like all that guy ever did was make a bunch of money. Um, and by the way, he does more for climate change than most human beings. Like he literally started an electric car company like he's like he like the, I know he sucks in some ways, too, but. Like, I don't know. I just find it kind of funny that we live in this world where like billionaires who start an electric car companies who actually do stuff for climate change and make a whole bunch of money doing it. Like, isn't that a system that we should be participating in where if somebody somebody could literally become the richest person in the world making energy efficient vehicles? Like, isn't that something that we should be encouraging? But anyway, regardless of all that, like they go after yeah. him because it's just it's just trendy to go after powerful people now on Twitter and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, show me how show me show me the itemized list of all the charges just- and how much it would cost to save if you if you're so confident about your figure saying right, it, it yeah. costs 10 billion to well, wherever that money comes from like just tell me and i'll do it i will literally sell my yeah. tesla stock tomorrow and if do it and the guy never check. did so <laughs> now just, the funny just, thing is now it's that guy's fault because he passed yeah. the responsibility onto that guy so now you know so all of a sudden it's it's yeah. elon musk's problem or it's his fault that world hunger is an issue um and that he he could solve it, but he chooses not to every single day. Now he put the ball in that guy's court. He's like, show me how. And the guy never fucking did. And this was like, a, like a month or two you, ago, you too. Ten trillion packs of ramen is all that's <laughs> his. Everyone is eating ramen all the world over. By the way, Elon Musk, I, I got to say, I've never said this on a podcast. You know what I think his biggest affront to me is? Me on a, like, personally? Hmm. The he ruined Grimes. Do you know what I'm talking about? You guys know who Grimes is? That's his wife. Grimes is yeah. Grimes is his wife, who's a like an indie electronic artist, right? Yeah, she was awesome. Then her and Elon started dating and banging and hooking up. They were shacking up, and then every everything Grimes has released post being with Elon has not been good. Man, he he yokoed her. He he yokoed her. He yokoed her. Dude, I met a yoko apologist the other day. Oh my god, oh, that nice. was fucking hilarious. It was a woman, of course, but um, <laughs> they they can't let us guys have even one woman we hate. <laughs> she probably, probably like she probably like Hillary too. Uh. <laughs> Oh shit! Anyway, um, what well, the Yoko defender was like? Well, I think they were already starting to slip. You're like, shut up. Well, if you watch the Beatles documentary, it's I mean, for uh, for everything everybody says, is like she's kind of just like 
hanging out. Like she's not like, you know, like dude, shut the fuck up. She's a bitch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like when they're like waiting for you know George to get back from the bathroom. She's like trying to like pass around her sheet music or anything <laughs> she's just, just like she's just kind of like sitting there the whole time just like she looks more bored than anything yeah but dude that's like just yeah, being around you know. is annoying <laughs> yeah, it kind of is though no, because it, like it the way is that, though they write music the way that they wrote music and you watch that documentary it's like it, it it's a it's a vulnerable state of mind to be in because you're just kind right. of throwing shit at the wall and if you're yeah. even like two percent self-conscious because there's another person who you don't really know well in the room yeah it could affect this the music and she's just sitting right. there like fucking i don't know she sucks dude like <laughs> like you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean she, she never like she couldn't like like sit 10 feet away she had to be like no 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 i'm sitting next to him like but like that to me John- was like, dude, really? Like, I know you like him, but like, if you can, you be twelve feet away from. I mean, you can still look at him. But and I was I under know. the impression that was more of a John thing. Like, he was like, "No, you sit right here, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But, I don't uh, know. But be. the thing is, here my argument against that is like, there's fifteen hundred other people talking to them nonstop, and like in that documentary, there's like three guys, one, one of whom I don't even remember the guy's name, but he's just like constantly pitching ideas and like, Oh, what if you did this? I, I just remember he had bad teeth and he's just like, what if you started here and then did the thing? And the Paul's just kind of like, yeah, 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 that's a, yeah, that's an idea. Anyway, George, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it would be like, you're in a writer's room with a bunch of comedians and then this girl's, this guy's girl just comes in. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know if I should pitch this idea because who's like, who's this lady? You right. know what I mean? Like all those other people yeah. who are there are like they're working. So it's like it makes yeah. sense. And they probably are probably used to them being around. Dude, she killed the vibe, dude. She, just- <laughs> <laughs> she killed the vibe. <laughs> she probably she kind of did have- though. Even though I'm like all of my hatred toward her is based off of Pretty much no research, and yeah. I'm basing it off of my dad's emotion, <laughs> and, and and I, you know, like, man, I don't know if there's a woman my dad has hated more. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, you know, Yoko Not Ono is like, no, dude, Yoko, no, Yoko is his least favorite. <laughs> you know, you ever seen that Mike Tyson documentary where he's talking about the woman <laughs> yeah. who accused him? The, the, the woman who accused him of sexual assault. Oh, and man. he said, I believe the direct quote was that wretched swine. Wretched swine. <laughs> I, that is my dad talking about Yoko Ono. Wretched He's swine. like that wretched swine of a woman. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's fucking great. Yeah, Mike when I saw Rabel, that Tyson. Man. When I saw that Tyson documentary uh, and he, you know, I, I might have said this before, but like I saw the Tyson documentary and he's talking about the woman who accused him of rape and he's talking about like everybody else in his life, everybody else. He's like, you know, yeah, I fucked up and like I was not in the right state. I shouldn't have said that to this person. I shouldn't have done this to that person. I should. When it comes to her, he's like, she fucked up my life. She lied on me. Like he's not yeah. like in the documentary where he's like. As, like assessing himself and really very like, open and yeah. self-critical exactly and the one thing he's like nah i'm not i ain't fucking apologizing for that shit <laughs> i was like it, well it, 
it made it was the moment where you're like, nah, he didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, that's all the evidence I needed, Your Honor. That's all the yeah. evidence I needed. Like he already did the time. There would be nothing. He would lose nothing by going like, you know, I shouldn't have done it. Fuck, man, I did the time. It was fucked up. Like I can never. I have to live with that forever. And he was like, no, fuck that. <laughs> I went to jail yeah, for nothing. It, it- What's really unfair is like I don't know how you find a jury that's that wasn't that wouldn't be scared of Mike Tyson <laughs> because that that era I'm not even just saying that like that era of Mike Tyson he was terrifying like yeah. he was this guy he didn't say much he just wore black sh- shorts he just came out there and he just fucking rolled people in like under a minute like. I don't, and then you would just Tyson, like, this yeah. rage would come out, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Like Mike Tyson, like technically, from what I, I'm, I don't know a lot about boxing, but what I understand, like technically speaking, like he wasn't a very good fighter in the, his technique, but like something about him getting in the ring and just being like intimidating, like he scared grown men who were fucking heavyweight fighters, and he just ended yeah. them in like a minute, like well, something about that domination and like. I, you know, how do you find like a jury of his peers that aren't like, oh, fuck, that guy's scary. You just, <laughs> like, find, guy's- you just find some racist enough guys who are just like, well, yeah, there you go. Put this, let's put him in his place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, he- that's you're right, Christian. We need more racist juries. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, one thing about that documentary when I saw it, I because I, I, I knew who Mike Tyson was, but it's like I knew who, you know, Michael Jordan was. I know who. You know, you know who these iconic figures are and you know what they're known for, but you don't really know like why that's like, like watching the Jordan documentary, the, the last dance. I was like, Oh, that's why he's so impressive. Like watching the Tyson documentary. I was like, Oh, that's why he's so impressive, impressive. Like the, just the montage of his fights and how quick they were. You realize like, dude, this dude was ferocious. Like he was like a huge man who moved like a goddamn Jaguar. It's like, he's like super fast and it's like kind of, it's insanely scary. Right. And he just fucked you up real quick. It was cool. <laughs> like, I mean, um, it was cool when I went to a boxing gym, the, uh, box, the main boxing coach there was a very portly Dominican dude. And, uh, he was like a, you know, a big guy, but I've never seen hands move more quickly. Yeah. Right. And, and I just go like, I was just like, I, like I, you think like your fist moves fast. There's like a, it was like it was like light. Like my my <laughs> brain couldn't process the movement. It was like they're there. Like yeah, it was. Um, and, and and so even thinking of that guy as my reference point for wildly lightning quick, and that guy probably can't even compare to Tyson. Um. Yeah, it's anybody who should see that documentary. But if there's anything people should watch, it's Whitmer's special when it comes out. <laughs> uh, when it, like do you? We should do I a mean, double header, dude. Brett Whitmer special night. We'll start. We'll watch mine, and if we have time, we'll get to yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Uh, the um. Sorry, I mean we just. I know you just shot it, mm-hmm. and you just did the, did all all that. So like, it's basically just a waiting game of like putting it together and do. It, when do you think it'll be out? Yeah, I Roughly. guess it just it depends on the edits and stuff. Like, um, I got 
I know um, Aaron from Your Lucky Dog, who did all of our albums uh, and put them on uh, various platforms, is doing the sound and the audio a version of it, the audio album. I would assume that would be a quicker turnaround than the video editing and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it'll be out by mid-March on Tubi. And I hope to maybe do some sort of premiere thing where maybe we can just all hang out or something and at a bar or something like I don't like some people like should we watch it all together I'm like I don't know if I want to watch my special with other people especially people who might have been there or I don't know it just seems kind of uncomfortable but it would be kind of cool to have like a little party or something yeah going through the edit was like very painful for me for my album like I just like there's I just hated myself I was like yeah. really proud of it but at the same time like having to go through it I'm like oh I say um too much and mm-hmm. I'm such a loser and like if I get like I suck and then like you know you you have to listen to it so many times that you're like all right I just got to live with myself and then I put it out and it was fine it was good yeah I mean I I, I <laughs> me personally I listen to my album once a day good um it's really it's like one of those things this is my nightcap but uh i mean i know what you mean it sucks listening to yourself like sucks it doesn't matter that it's going well or the joke gets a good laugh you're still just like oh man is this cringy <laughs> yeah i mean it's just like you know it's regardless of what people think it's like you know yourself and you're like Ugh, I know who I am and you all your insecurities come through when you watch your own stuff and not in my opinion um, but I'm always worried that my dick looks too big on the inseam <laughs> in my jeans you know my bulge is too true protruding I'm always concerned I purposely taped that. mine down because I didn't want to you know show anybody up that's good man I was, yeah, I, was I remember like, when I learned about I've I've never taped a boner down in my life have you have either of you guys? Well, it's like my dad always told me. He said, "Nick, keep it in your sneaker." And uh, <laughs> I've definitely like like walked in a weird angle to avoid people. Oh, like, <laughs> make- that was such a fear, by the way. I don't know for you guys, like, because like when you were in high school, like when I was in high school, it, like yeah, I don't know if you you could just sprout one up for no reason. Like you like yeah. it's just. You don't even know what's like you're just your head's down in social studies and all of a sudden like it moves against the fabric of your pants and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God. And you're like so nervous that someone's going to know you have a boner. Is that is that just me? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're absolutely yeah, everybody, right. You guys are like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I, I man, boners would happen all the time at that age. and it's like people would call them no reason boners you're like there's a reason you're 17 yeah um and i went to an all boys catholic school so there's part of me i get boners at school and i'm like dude am i gay what the fuck (laughs) but it's just because you get a boner you just get boners you just do it would be funny if you know what you were like is it just me and we're like Hey, we got to cut off the podcast real quick. Wait, like that's not, that's not normal. <laughs> I think you need to see somebody, man. I don't know. Yeah. You might be suppressing some things. Yeah. Oh man. There's like one thing I wanted to talk about. No, I can't remember. How about this one? Have you guys woken, ever woken up with a boner? <laughs> yeah, so dude. I, I call it, listen, I call it morning wood. <laughs> Isn't that good? Isn't that good, dude? That's hilarious. Right? You have Christian. 
uh, well, I I wake up and I sing Norwegian wood, but it's morning wood. Dum, something, 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 morning wood. What is even Norwegian uh, wood? It's, it's a, a Beatles, Beatles song. song. The son of my label, you know. God, uh, for someone who hates Yoko, you think I know. <laughs> You think you would know what Norwegian would? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking Beatles. Well, what were you? What did you? What was on your mind, Chrissy D? I had like something, and I'm like desperately trying to remember what it was. It was like some like news article or like some, you know, something I was upset about during the week, and now I can't remember. I can I can talk about. Um, a controversy, a, a chess controversy I got involved in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a chess controversy? If while you wait to think of what you're trying to think of. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I, one of the enjoyable things about chess is I, I do enjoy talking trash mm-hmm. uh, over the chat and... Especially when I'm playing with my buddy Eli, like you just love saying douchey things via chat. Just like, you know, crying, laughing emojis at someone's move, even if you're not even doing well. Um, <laughs> or, or like one that I like to do is I, someone after their second or first move, I'll just say like, I'm already in the end game now. <laughs> Trying to act like, oh, I already know where this is headed. Um I like anyway. how Brett's trying to like add the, like an and one mixtape <laughs> for like chess. Like he's trying to like add some edge to it. Like he's like, let's make this a little more dangerous. <laughs> I gotta have a nickname. I gotta have a nickname. You know, there was hot sauce and yeah. whatever. Skip to my Lou. Skip to my Lou. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so I got a message from chess.com that was like, hey, there have been multiple complaints about your uh trash talking oh really (laughs) (laughs) as such you're bad dude i'm the bad boy of chess the bad boy of chess man (laughs) they literally suspended my ability to chat because they you know they were trying to put a muzzle on me they were trying (laughs) to put a muzzle i've been silenced by chess.com I I always knew I was the hard ass of the chess community. <laughs> They're trying to Joe Rogan you. They're roganing me, dude. They're ro- there's gonna oh god, the compilation video of me saying the N word twenty four times. Oh god, from playing chess. Um, no, but uh, yeah, man, they just can't take it. They cannot. Uh, cancel culture is run amok. <laughs> it's it's made it to the it, to the the chess forum world. Amazing. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I'm never gonna remember what I was thinking of, but I, I maybe next week I'll come up with it. Kanye <laughs> West was about yeah, oh, probably. Oh my god, yeah, I got to talk about him soon. Well, let's, you see that thing he wore and that he flew coach for the first time in a long time. No, I didn't he, see he, that. He dressed like he. Sarah showed me. Just Google. Let's Google like Kanye flew coach, and he dressed in like some sort of like post-apocalyptic like foot soldier <laughs> outfit like you couldn't even see his face and shit and it's like i saw that and i was like dude if i was in an airport and i saw someone dressed like that my first thing would be like yo that's kanye west <laughs> like he's trying to be incognito but only kanye would yeah. dress that ridiculous amazing 
Yeah, he's he's pretty erratic lately. And it's funny, Chris Rock has this thing. I'm such a big Kanye fan, but Chris Rock said this thing about Kanye where he's like, is it worth it? Basically, like, is the music worth it? And he's like, right now, yes. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about this guy. Yeah, right now is it mu- is. Is the music worth it? What does he mean? Is the music... Meaning if is the it music good is enough? still good, then is it good enough to justify like being a fan? His insanity. Even, yeah. I, uh, I don't, I honestly, I don't know if like the new shit is, um, but the fact that he has a back catalog of some of the best albums in my lifetime justifies, you know, I'll always love Kanye, dude. Yeah. Also important to realize about Kanye, he's never done anything fucked up. He's just said some wild shit sometimes again. And that is an important distinction. Right. Words, words are more uh, important than actions. Like he's not doing anything, not hurting anyone. He's he's just he's outrageous, and that's part yeah. of the reason and we kind of love the yeah. guy. And everybody's like, everybody's like, uh, well, he, he voted for Trump, and I'm like, dude, he ran against him in the next election. <laughs> 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 so like, he at he least took like, yeah. yeah, he at least took like thirty thousand votes away from Trump. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, he is the only person who actually tried to defeat Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, America. <clears throat> I mean, Biden won by like not a lot of votes. Maybe like Kanye's yeah. votes were enough to put it over the edge for Biden. Can you imagine the maniac who like actually voted for Kanye? Like, oh my like, god, full throated. I mean, other than his like people around his, like no, SPL. like an eighteen year old who buys the two hundred eighty dollar white T shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just has that ugly streetwear. No, look you're missing that- it. I think there's like a nihilistic, like like a like, and I'm saying this out of love because I love this dude, but like a Chris Hamilton type. Okay, you know what I mean? Who's like. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Kanye should be president. Yeah. Yeah, but Kanye's campaign was hilarious because, dude, like during his campaign, he still wore MAGA hats. Yeah, like I've never seen a candidate, <laughs> I've never seen a candidate wearing another candidate's shit. Just like, like, was he ever, ever really trying? <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's a good point. That is hilarious. Know. Um, uh, guys, I got to jump off, unfortunately. No worries. Um, no worries let's end this shit, dog. But uh, yeah, you can find me at ChristianDuranComedy.com for all the Christian Duran needs. King Latifah streaming on all platforms. Rig. Follow me on Instagram and I'll. that's where I will post when my special and album are out and available. Uh, Nick underscore Whitmer on IG. Uh, Brett Raybould, all platforms. Stay frosty. Stay frosty, bitch. Stay frosty.